Hello, Lime Ninjas. This is Lime Ninja Radio, where we help you navigate confidently through your own personal Lime journey. Everybody's journey is different, and a cookie-cutter approach just doesn't work for Lyme disease. You need Lyme Ninja skills. I'm your host and acupuncturist, McKay Rippey, and this is episode number 103 with Lyme Ninja, Brianna Beaver. Also with us in the studio is our certified show producer and the brains behind Lime Ninja Radio, Aurora. Hi, and in this episode, you will learn about Brianna's Lime Dating Facebook page, Limey's Looking for Love. I know when she contacted me about an interview, I couldn't believe that she was doing this. But after talking to her, I actually kind of got excited about it. And I'm not looking for love. Yeah, it's a cute little thing. I think you'll really like it. Indeed. But before we get going into today's interview, I want to make sure everybody has downloaded our Brain Fog Breathing Cheat Sheet. If you haven't, just scoot right on over to LimeNinjaRadio.com front slash Brain Fog and sign up and you'll get it. You'll get a nice little cheat sheet that you can hang up to remind you how to do it and also an explaining video that takes you step by step how to do the brain fog breathing. It's really a pretty cool little application that you, you can use or exercise. It's exercise. not really it's not an app. No. Maybe we should make an app for it. That would be hilarious actually. But anyway, it's not an app. It's an exercise that you can do. It's easy, you can do it anywhere and it really helps clear your brain out. All right, Aurora, tell us a little bit more about today's guest, Brianna Beaver. Brianna Beaver was ill as a child with mostly gastrointestinal problems that metamorphose as she grew older into nearly every system in her body, but gastrovascular and neurological, having severe problems. It got to a point after graduating college, she had deteriorated completely so that she had to be hospitalized, wasting away because her body couldn't absorb any nutrition. Fortunately, her mother had reached out to a chiropractic neurologist who was able to put her on a treatment plan that eventually led to a Lyme disease diagnosis. Today, she runs the blog TikTok site and continues to work on being healthy and well. Thanks, Aurora. And here's our interview with Brianna Beaver. So tell me, tell me about your Lyme story. <laughs> oh my gosh, my story. So my story, all right, the short story. <laughs> Otherwise, it would take hours to tell you. I have been pretty ill since I was a child with various gastrointestinal issues and over time, it metamorphosized into pretty much every type of system having problems. My heart, pulmonary, neurological, to the point where I couldn't eat anything. And shortly after I graduated college, it became so incredibly uh, in pain that I stopped eating and my whole digestive tract froze and I was in Stanford Hospital and they didn't know what was going on with me with pick lines and rejecting all sorts of synthetic nutrition and I was dying because I couldn't eat um, and 
it just so happened that my mom got in contact with a chiropractic neurologist. This was in 2012. And I went to see him, and he explained that the whole right hemisphere of my brain was not working. So all of the nerve sensations were being related to pain. And anyway, I began seeing him, and at that time, I was in such critical condition. He didn't know if he could save me, but obviously he did. And eventually, that led to my Lyme disease diagnosis. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. <laughs> so that's the short story of <laughs> how I came to know that I have Lyme. <laughs> so did that chiropractor test you for Lyme? Who tested you for Lyme? He did. Uh, after seeing him for, I began seeing him in 2012, and I, my mom later told me that that first day I saw him, which I was so out of it, I was in so much pain, I weighed five pounds, I was in a completely other scary reality, but he had asked my mom if I had ever been bit by a tick, right. and at that point, at that point, we knew nothing of Lyme disease, so she told him she didn't think so. And then later, about a year and two year, year and a half into treatment with him, when I was more stable, he suggested that we do a Lyme test. So, and of course, I was referred to Igenex, and so yes, it was him that ordered the test. Wow, crazy. And then what treatment protocol did you start on? So at that time, I continued the chiropractic neurology with him. And in addition to that, I began seeing a doctor there, and we did Alinea, which, are you familiar with that drug? Nope, I'm not, actually. So Alinea is an antiprotozoal. So theoretically, it kills Lyme, the co-infections, parasites, without destroying your gut like an antibiotic can. Okay. But unfortunately, I was hurting so bad, and it made everything a million times worse. Right. So I tried to do that with very, very little success for about eight months, and it was just complete torture, exacerbating all of my... 500 symptoms and making me just feel all kinds of terrible on top of my usual terrible. So then I began seeing another Lyme doctor who is a holistic MD and I live in California, obviously, and he's in Santa Cruz. His name is Dr. Baker and I've been seeing him for about nine months and I really... I'm seeing much better results with his philosophy and way of treating. Thank goodness, huh? I know. I'm certainly in still a very precarious place, but 
but I'm still alive, right? So. Yeah, you can eat now, huh? I can eat now, yeah. I'm not 75 pounds, and it's still not that fun of an experience, but drinking water is no longer like drinking gasoline, so, so it's certainly an upgrade. <laughs> Your digestive tract was so inflamed that just putting anything in it was torture, huh? Well, it was actually it was actually more of a neurological thing that all sensory input was coming in as pain. Okay, I see. You mentioned that, right? And in addition to that, I did have an ileus, so my whole gut froze because. So it was both things, but yeah, obviously a lot of inflammation as well. So has your brain calmed down? Things are certainly better, not in the same type of pain that it was. In addition to that, I wasn't able to read. I stopped being able to read or focus my eyes on anything. My eyes were darting. Sounds were very painful, like all sorts of sensory input was just complete torture to me. So those things have calmed down significantly, although I still have a long way to go. And most of the time I am still having to stay at home for one reason or another. Yeah. 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 And so do you, (laughs) do you see a light at the end of the tunnel here? For you, or is it still day, day to day? It is certainly a day to day, and sometimes an hour to hour kind of an existence. It's certainly a very arduous way of being when it's such a scary place just to exist in your own body. Right. So I, I think. Part of me, I think a big part of me underneath this all really believes that I can be okay someday. I don't think I would still be alive. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it by any means. It's certainly complete. Uh, it's very devastating. <laughs> it's isolating. You know, I've spent the majority of my life pretty ill. Okay. Now, with all this going on, you found the energy to start a new project. You know, sometimes I do have a little bit of energy, and when I can go with it, I I go with it. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you tell us us a little bit about Limey's Looking for Love? So, Lani's Booking for Love was really born out of my need to connect with other people. As I mentioned, I am fairly physically isolated just due to my immune system and other limitations that I have of being so ill. And I've always assumed that I would get married one day and have a family of my own and the nature of my life has not allowed for many of those opportunities to really date or even just be social with friends. So I keep telling myself, oh, someday when I'm healthy, 
I'll go out and date and I'll do all this and all that. Well, that day is not today and it keeps not being today. So I figured that I would try and create some opportunities in a way that I could to connect with other people. And so I created the page and just threw it out there and basically invited people to have a space, not only necessarily for romantic love, but just a support network of people that understand and can be there for one another in whatever way is comfortable for them. And what's the response been? What have people been saying? Well, I created it about two months ago, and so far I've gotten some wonderful feedback. A lot of messages from people who told me they've had the same exact idea, only they haven't had the focus or energy or tools to start something like this, and they've been very appreciative. So it's been really neat to hear that and to know that other people feel the same way. And I've invited people. So when people, I've invited lots of people, and people have said the words to other people with Lyme as well. And I always encourage people if they want to write a short bio about themselves, they're welcome to do that. Or if they just want to like the page and see what other people post and contact other people on their own, it's really open to whatever is comfortable for people. So I've gotten a lot of good feedback so far. That's great. And how about where are people like who are writing the bios are they just in the u.s right now are you getting anybody internationally i've gotten one person who's in belgium <laughs> so somehow somebody in belgium heard about it which is pretty cool it's pretty cool and she she told me she's trying to start something similar for you know in her area as well and other the other and that it's been pretty diverse across the U.S., people on the East Coast, people on the West Coast. And some people even are living in the same relatively within one to two hours of each other, which is kind of a cool coincidence. So I'm hoping that they've been able to start conversations on their own and maybe they'll be able to even meet in person at some point. Yeah. And has this helped you feel connected to other people? It has. It's been a really nice way to be able to just be myself and not try to pretend to be someone else, which I feel so frequently that I have to put on a certain face and to interact with other people, but it's been really nice just to talk and connect and be able to conversate about things that are really relevant to the day-to-day life with Lyme disease. So it's been a great way to just get out there and not have to say, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good today when that's not the truth, huh? (laughs) Right, exactly. Just to be honest with other people, are seeming to do as well. Sometimes I'll post something just saying hi and letting everyone know I'm thinking of them and asking them 
how they're doing and I'll get responses that are very candid, which I certainly appreciate that people feel comfortable. They can say, well, hey, yeah, I am having a really hard day and I feel terrible and I haven't slept for a week and, you know, all those types of things. So it's certainly, I'm glad that people feel like it's a safe space to just be who they are in the moment. Yeah, that's so important. Now, you also have another blog. I do have a blog called TikTok. It's such a cute name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I I started that about seven months ago. And initially, I started that as just a way to speak my mind. <laughs> and... I needed a venue to make sense of all these complex situations that I've been through and feelings, and it was just a way to kind of purge it, <laughs> get it all out. So that's how it began. Now, who are all these people on this blog? Because it's not just personal notes from you. There are other people up here. Right. Most recently, I began a project called Lime on the Road. And what I'm really trying to do is to give people an opportunity to kind of the same idea, just to be who they are and to expose the daily struggles and the realities of being in your house all day and what do you look at and your supplements and staring at the ceiling or whatever your treatment is, so really giving people an opportunity to portray the real deal of Lyme and, and candid photography. And people are also welcome to share a short short snippet of, you know, their Lyme story. So I came up with the idea of something to add to the blog, and there's been a really amazing response to that. Yeah, there's some very, very interesting uh, profiles. I'll call them profiles up there. Right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to look at it. I'm trying to show a diverse, have a diverse presentation of the information because everyone has a different experience, and that experience can change hour to hour, and it certainly does for right. me, too. You talked earlier about kind of your energy for these projects that, you know, some days it's there and some days it's not there. And so how do you how do you manage that? Like if you haven't been able to post your blog for two or three weeks or do you ever feel like, oh, just the heck with it, or do you yearn to get back to it? I certainly, it certainly gives me some sense of purpose and something to do that makes me feel like I'm connected to other people. And I do get frustrated when I have days or weeks when I just can't do anything. But I try to remind myself that my overall goal is to focus on my health and getting well and that that has to come first. So... I try not to push myself, and I also try and remember that this is just supposed to be for fun. This is not a job or 
not like I'm in school and I was always really a perfectionist in college and school and so I'm really trying to let go of some of those tendencies. Yeah. And it's I'm and just go ahead. <laughs> oh, just try to enjoy the process, which is the whole right. point. It's it's remarkable because as much of a struggle as you've had and you've been to the point of death and back, literally, that you found a way with your kind of your energy that you have right now and the abilities that you have right now to create a purpose for yourself. And it's not the same purpose that you had when you first got into school and you you know thought you're going to have a job and you talked about getting married and thought you're going to have a family. You know that's it's different right now, and I think. A lot of people really struggle with letting go of those old dreams and hopes or, or at least putting them aside for, for the time being and picking up new ones, smaller, more I'll go humble, but, but still impactful uh, things, uh, purpose, as you said. And, and that's remarkable. It's an important part of having keeping our spirits up. And our spirit going so we can move through the tough times if we, if we have something of a purpose. If we've lost everything, as you know, it makes it really tough just to brush your teeth, huh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's hard just to talk on the phone. I get really fatigued talking on the phone and like right now my neck is starting to hurt, things like that. So there are, there are so many struggles just to exist, and a lot of the time I do feel like, oh, well, what's the point? And this is a way of me trying to connect with other people. And like you said, too, you know, obviously I still do want to get married and have a family, and you know, that seems completely ridiculous for, like, how am I going to do that with my way of life? I'm trying to be open to the idea that those things can still happen and that even if I'm not able to go out a lot and socialize, that maybe I can still do something to to facilitate connection and maybe I'll find a great guy online or, you know, but just feeling like I'm doing something when I can is empowering. Yes, exactly. It is. And on that note, so we don't completely exhaust you, let's, let's wrap up. So why don't you tell people the, your blog address or the name of your blog again and the name of the Facebook page for Limey's Looking for Love. Obviously it's Limey's Looking for Love, but how else can people find you? Yeah. Well, so the Limey's Looking for Love, you can just type that into Facebook. And then the my blog is just www.tiktoksite.com. It's through WordPress. Um, you know, I that might not even be the exact address, but I can send you the exact. I think I actually did send you the exact uh, link to the yes, blog. Yes, you did, and we'll we'll put that so, up on the LimeNinja.com website, okay. and people can just click on that if they want to go and check you out. Okay, well, those are the best ways 
to contact me and if people send me a message to either of those venues, I'd be happy to respond as I can. I'm not always incredibly prompt, obviously, with my being with my life, but I, I love hearing from people. All right. It's been beautiful to speak with you. Your spirit's incredible. Keep fighting. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and just hope that other people will know that they're not alone. And I'm, I feel, I feel the pain in all of its any forms, you know, physical, social, mental. It's, it's a really crazy life, and if there's anything that I can do to be a support to other people, I'm happy to do that. That's very sweet. Brianna, thank you very much. This was a great interview. I found it really inspiring the way Brianna decided to not put her life on hold because of her Lyme disease diagnosis. Like it's so easy to just do that, to say, okay, I'm sick and now I'm going to be sick. And when I'm not sick anymore, that's when I'll resume my life. But she made the, the, she made a very brave decision, I think, to not do that. You know, I've talked to lots of different people with Lyme disease and people approach their healing in many different ways. Some people put everything on hold and then focus all their energy on getting better. Some people are forced to put their lives on hold because they really can't get out of bed anymore. So it, it's interesting, her approach, to really try and keep everything moving and as somewhat normal as possible. And it is inspiring, the different ways that people find to really keep themselves engaged and to give themselves the energy that they need. I mean, some of us need to be around people to really be in the flow and the healing energy. Other people's need to be isolated like me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was need, noticing that. <laughs> I need my quiet time. You know, this also reminds me of Amy Teal and she was the producer and actor that we interviewed several weeks, several months ago several now, months ago. right? And uh, she had to put her life out in LA on hold and she came back to the East Coast to heal. And it's a really, it's another inspiring interview, number 82, if you want to go back and check that out with Emmy Teal and to hear how she really had to leave her life behind to find a path toward healing. So there are many paths toward healing and it's important that, that you choose the one that's right for you. There's no one right way. That's what we say in the beginning of the podcast here. There's, you know, you need your ninja skills to be able to hear to figure out, to be able to figure out what you need and what really inspires you and keeps you motivated on your healing path. Okie doke. If you like Lime Ninja Radio, go ahead and click on over to our website and say hello. We have a special section now on each of the podcast pages, so just scroll on down and you'll see a special section there where you can do that. And right now we're going to read on a little greeting we got from Kristen in Palo, Ohio. Yes, and Kristen says, Hello, McKay, Aurora, and others. Love Lime Ninja Radio. Love the website's layout. Love your interviewing style and Aurora's follow-up. Love the follow Father-daughter duo idea. Love it, love it, love it. I'm feeling the love. <laughs> I am too. Thank you, you, Kristen. Thank <laughs> you very much. And I think that's an appropriate comment, dealing, considering that we're dealing with uh, Limey's looking for love. Yes, it is, Facebook isn't it? Yes. yes, very apropos. Okay, I thought so too. 
All right, Aurora, thank you very much, and thank you, Kristen. And last, as you longtime ninjas know, this podcast would not be complete unless we left you with the Lime Ninja fact of the day. Did you know a ninja can count his chickens before they hatch? Lime Ninja Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.